This podcast was recorded for the Sound Environment Show on Radio Galari. Radio Galari is a community radio station based in the Kimberley, Western Australia. For more information, go to www.galari.com. That was formidable vegetable sound system with small and slow. Incredibly apt if we're talking about turtles, which we are with our wonderful special guest. She's an ecologist. It's Dr. Carla Eisenberg. Welcome to the show. Thank you. (laughs) So glad you could be here, especially with this exciting and relatively new field of research. It's um, turtle communication. And we've We've heard that up until relatively recently, scientists didn't know that turtles could communicate underwater. How did that change? Oh, you know, turtles are a little bit shy, and <laughs> and they also uh, don't talk much. So it took a long time for people to actually go out there and manage to record. We need really good uh, equipment to do that. And also, they don't talk a lot when they are in captivity, because they actually really get bored. They are there, they, they don't do much, so they don't talk. There is nothing to talk about. So the <laughs> scientist has to take the uh, equipment to the field and spend a lot of hours there recording to really find out uh, that they were producing sounds. Well, it really shows the importance of you know, doing research in the animal's natural habitat and not just relying on what you see in captivity in those false conditions, which seems to change the behaviour quite a lot. Um, I was also reading that the sound that turtles make is quite hard for humans to hear. Well, if you yeah, yeah. And if you're young and you really pay attention, you will see some uh, hatchlings chipping. You can actually see um, the hatchlings, uh, even sea turtles, they do a little bit. And some researchers for the last 30 years, sometimes they would, they would be doing turtle work and they will hear the the little turtle is squeaking, but everybody would be like, oh, no, turtles don't talk. <laughs> I'm just, you know, that piece of information. So I, when there was research done and everybody came out, I was like, actually, I have heard them before. <laughs> <laughs> but just nobody wanted to admit it until the research was done? Or? Yeah, because it's, uh, it just pretty much opens a whole new field of research and how we see these turtles. They, we, they, we are recording a not me specifically, but uh, people in Amazon are recording uh, the mother turtles waiting on actually uh, waiting in the water while the baby turtles come out of the nest, and the baby turtles will be like beep beep beep, and the mother turtles will be like, oh, come here, we are here, we are going to migrate together, Aww. and <laughs> we don't really know what is the extent of how much they communicate. It's for the first time we're seeing reptiles, we, uh, except for crocodiles, that they have their, their mothers take care of their youngs. It's the first time for turtles that we saw that happening. And so I guess w- up until now, what we thought the mother turtle just laid the eggs and then left them alone. But yeah, Nemo, wrong. Nemo was, was wrong. <laughs> 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 and you can see that um, we were trying to find out if the Australian turtles are communicating and then last year the researcher from Amazon came here and which is uh, uh, Dr. Richard Vogt and he did he, um, uh, flatback stalking and pig nose turtles. 
so our turtles do it too. So do we think that it's turtles all around the world that talk to each other? Or Pretty much most of them. Wow. We already knew that the, the land tortoise talked, but now every time that we try to listen to the freshwater and the sea turtles, we are finding out they are talking, especially the ones that have a little bit uh, social that nest together. Big, lots of them come together and nest at the same time. Oh, cool. And Dr. Carla, what I'm really curious is, can you do an impression of a flatback <laughs> turtle talking? <laughs> oh, um, interesting. That's not the first time they asked me you, to do that could, on radio. <laughs> you could say anything and we wouldn't know the difference. But. Yeah, it's, it's like a tradition on this show. Oh, okay. Something like, chim, chim, chim. <laughs> yeah, not, not very good at turtle. I'm, I have a very heavy accent. And how close do you have to get to the turtles with uh, recording equipment to actually hear these sounds? Not very close because the, um, the frequency that they talk is exactly uh, suitable for water, so actually can go quite distance. And what the researchers do, they get their headphones, they go in the boat and then they stay there. And with the hydrophone in the water for the whole day and in that one day full day of work they'll get a few sounds because they don't talk much but they are there and they'd have to use a computer program to take out all the other noisy parts of the ocean just to hear the turtles i'd imagine yes they'd have to do that and it's very hard nowadays because not just everything else also makes sounds but we have so much human sound pollution um, underwater that you'll be amazed and if you see what they were seeing uh, in, in Amazon for example is that when a big uh, motorboat motor go through so the turtles are talking you know hey blah 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 and then the turtle and then so he's like ah silence mm. yeah. and then the boat leaves and then it takes a while for them to start talking again they get a little shy it's sort of like living in bro next to our magic airport yes exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So now that we, um, we know that turtle communication exists and we know a little bit about how it works, what does that mean for turtle conservation and how we should look after turtles? Uh, it changes, uh, it, it's changing a lot of things and one of them we need to be careful is that in many uh, management programs we tend to think that we should take the eggs and hatch them and take care of the hatchlings and then after a few months we release them and we don't know exactly what they are what kind of behavior they are missing and they are losing because they can't communicate and they are not really having that stimulus of the beginning where they talk to each other and then they might actually be talking to adults in the water so um, we have no idea it might not influence at all but we don't know what's happening and also about the sound pollution that we don't know how much our activities in the water are affecting them because it's not very loud just you know a flipper you're swimming in the water it will is enough uh, to overwhelm that kind of sound you can't really hear. Wow, so it's really that quiet, they're just like splashing around and like blowing some bubbles and some flippers or... Mm, they're just like chippy-chipping around. They have more than one sound, they have a few different sounds. And it's quite interesting to see, they have the just cheap kind of sound and they have like a wah-wah sound, <laughs> different ones. So if the flatbacks come on shore to say a cable beach and lay eggs, does that mean that hang around for a little while until the eggs hatch and the the babies head out back to sea? I think the sea turtles are not quite doing quite as much as the Amazon turtles, but to be honest, we don't really know how much they have. The, what is the interaction between the turtles in the sea? Hey, they, it's such um, an open area, especially with the hatchlings. We're just starting to understand what's going on with the sea turtle hatchlings after they 
um, reach the water. Mm. So somewhere like 80 Mile Beach where there's thousands of hatchlings entering the water could be a very noisy place to be. He could. Imagine that. Say, hey, the water. Let's all go. <laughs> that way, that way. <laughs> and uh, are there many plans to do more turtle talk monitoring in Australia that you know about, especially in the Kimberley? Um, I'm not sure in the Kimberley, but we're definitely interested in, in doing more flatback work. And it's an area that's open uh, to all different sorts of uh, research. And we know that the long necks they also talk because the first turtle ever to be recorded was the eastern long neck turtle or western sorry western long neck turtle um so it would be really interesting to see what these little creatures are doing here and also the sea turtles all right dr carla eisenberg thank you so much for talking to us about turtles talking to each other (laughs) thank you thanks for the impersonations (laughs) i'll improve that